Paratooth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Hey, Pear fans. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like listening to beautiful voices like ours instead of reading words, then head on over to Audible where you get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash Paratruth where you can choose from over 180,000 titles for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views. And it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when an initial view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of the one, the only, Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And while you're listening to our episode tonight, check out our website at paratruthradio.com for archived episodes, previews for upcoming episodes, our creative works, blogs, and much more. Tonight we have a very fun show uh, it's, it's kind of a more relaxing show, but we're going to be talking yeah. a little bit about hauntings, um, which I know all of you guys out there love hauntings. Yeah. <laughs> so as much as we do. Yeah. <clears throat> it'll be interesting to, to talk about some of the ones because actually some of these I've been to, uh, specifically some here in North Dakota, some outside of the state. I know Eric probably looked up a lot of ones for Ohio. So it'll be interesting to, to get into some of these. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to be jumping into all kinds of hauntings from Ohio to North Dakota and many other places around the world, so you guys are in for a treat. Now Paratree presents Paranormal Chill with special guest co-host Jamie Glanville. So every once in a while, we do a special episode where we introduce a special guest co-host. Our co-hosts can range from enthusiastic fans to close friends and family. Today, our friend Jamie is going to join us for a delightful discussion, as mentioned earlier, of haunted locations. Jamie has been an avid paratruther for some time now and has conducted several paranormal investigations throughout North Dakota, some of which you're going to hear about right here during this episode. Jamie, man, welcome to the Paratruth Radio Glad to have you on. Thank you. It's not often that we have guest co-hosts on. Uh, you know, you often we just have authors on or people who've done a number of different things within the paranormal community uh, that you can often find on Amazon, basically. Yeah. Uh, but every once in a while, we do these co-host ones, and they're really cool because it's kind of like no strings attached. We're just kind of chill, and uh, we get to have a small conversation about these hauntings. And I know you have done a number of paranormal investigations up in North Dakota, so we're going to be getting into that in a little bit here. Um, but Justin, you do you have something? Uh, I just wanted, uh, Jamie, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got into the paranormal? 
Well, uh, my buddy Isaac and I were uh, watching Ghost Adventures one day, and we just figured, well, they, you know, uh, with them being on TV and how uh, glorified and glamorized in Hollywood and everything, and we understood that, you know, they need to basically, when they do an investigation, they need to kind of fabricate their, their evidence or their findings because they need ratings, obviously. So what if we were to do one and just be straight off the cuff and just, you know, just do everything legit and see what we come up with? And and he had gotten himself a ghost box because his dad had passed away and he was kind of looking to talk to his father. Okay, so why don't we just go one better and we'll, you know, start investigation team and you know see what kind of findings we can come up with and it just kind of you know blossomed from there and you know we did a few investigations uh, a couple you know cemeteries here and there and then you know it was kind of like oh well you know let's go to Colorado and go do you know the Stanley Hotel and that was cool you know and right around Halloween time of 2014, uh, we kind of got an interest into doing the uh, old governor's mansion mm-hmm. here in Minnesota. And, and um, yeah, we had some very, very good uh, uh, evidence and we caught some, you know, orbs and things like that. And it was very interesting. And then we kind of... Um, like a month earlier, we had did, or I had taken a couple girls out, and uh, we did the the Custer House over in, over across the river over there, and that was, that was interesting, but it was, you know, it was like right in the middle of right around Halloween, so they still had, you know, their Halloween decorations up and things, so we really didn't. It was a, it was a cool experience, but I just I don't think that there was a whole lot of activity. You know, because when things get interrupted and, mm. you know, the spirits, they don't really tend to like that too much. And they don't really have a whole lot of communication or, you know, whatever. But it was an interesting experience. Oh, I'm you sure. You know, and the whole everything, you know, that went along with it. So, Right. Well, now let me ask you, when it, when you capture orbs on video or photo, uh, photograph, do you use those as evidence or do you just kind of chalk them up as, eh, it could be a light phenomenon, it could be a spirit, but we can't really use it one way or the other? It, you know, I, I always thought that very same thing that, you know, orbs, dust particles, you know, in quotations. But after we did this, after we did this investigation at the, at the, um, the old governor's mansion, I was convinced that those aren't dust particles or uh, bugs or it was some other kind of, you know, light source that was, it, it just, it just the way it moved and the way it looked, it just, it, you know, ruling it out as a dust particle was, you know, high up on the, and the, the, it was pretty pretty easy to to say well that wasn't a dust particle or a bug. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's just my thought. Well, I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of people will use 
any orb as evidence, but if you can physically see that there's some type of intelligence to it, if it has its own illumination, there there is a, a time and a place for orbs, but you have to make sure you can debunk it first before you can say, hey, maybe that was a spirit. I don't know if um, we ever came across any specific orbs that we couldn't say that it was dust or insects, even outside investigations, it could have been rain particles or water particles in the air. So um, I do agree that there is a time and a place where orbs are truly spiritual in nature. But yeah, I, I would say the way that you guys went about doing it is better than some of the other people out there that are like, all orbs are spirits. Look at all the orbs around us. There's like 50 orbs around us. <laughs> So I I do think right. you guys did it the right way. I mean I sent you guys I sent you guys the video and you're you know you're free to check it out if you haven't already. But it's we had some re- pretty interesting videos and some pretty interesting responses to to what we you know to what we experienced. So. Mm-hmm. So um, I I've done the governor's mansion and I I did uh find some interesting stuff going on there. Uh, Some of it was almost metaphysical in nature. It wasn't something that I could put into evidence because I got the feeling like there was a a party going around us the entire time. Now, obviously I can't say that there was spirits dancing around us or anything because I didn't get any pictures to corroborate that. Um, One thing that uh, a lot of people do is do not cross corroborate evidence like if for example eric heard something he obviously goes and tells other asks other people if they heard it like last week's episode we did a a show on smells if you smell something make sure that you're asking other people if they smell something or if a smell or a sound coincide with a sighting then obviously there's something more than just a coincidence well, and on top of that, something that you and I have done, Justin, when we had NSPS, uh, we were working with, um, uh, well, I'm not going to mention their names, but another ghost hunting group uh, right. here in Ohio, and we went over to Ghost Alley. And when we were there, they actually brought us downstairs into the basement of the of the alley, uh, which is, by the way, a bowling alley, folks. That's what Ghost Alley <laughs> yeah. is. And... Um, <laughs> And the name and of the bowling alley really isn't Ghost Alley. They just call it no. Ghost Alley. Yeah. Um, but they wanted to see what, what we felt and what we thought we'd see down there and so on and so forth, just to kind of coincide, see if we'd coincide with what they were feeling. But they didn't tell us what happened or what was going on or what they were testing or anything like that. So we went down there, and Justin, uh, sure enough, felt something very similar to what someone else had felt uh, earlier, and it kind of helped confirm things. And it was really cool because at the same time, there were quite a few shadow people darting across the walls when we were walking down there. Um, and it was a huge basement and there was a cellar room and the kitchen and, you know, all that kind of just huge. And we've tried testing out those shadow people, you know, trying debunking it. And really, we only had one light source other than our flashlights. And it was a single red light that was in the middle of the room. And these, these shadows were clearly on the other side of the light that from where we were standing. It was like, it's impossible that any of us could have cast it, but it's just really interesting. You know, you really have to bring people together and, you know, as you said, really confirm things. 
if two people don't agree on something, then it probably didn't happen. Or you just happen to get lucky that time. Right. Well, Jimmy, uh, one thing that I wanted to ask you with this whole cor- corroborating evidence, did you and your partner, uh, a lot of times have separate, uh, experiences or did you guys a lot of times have the same ones? Um, who would usually get more EVPs than others? That sort of thing. What, what type of evidence that you guys could corroborate together did you have? Um, well, this one investigation that we did, we went out to double dip and, um, my buddy and I were sitting down, um, down towards, you know, close to the river on one of those, uh, rock formations or whatever. And if, if you're familiar with double ditch, that, that rock house that kind of sits out there, mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I, okay, so I've we, never been there, but okay. I've heard of it. Okay. So yeah, we were out there and this was probably, you know, between midnight and two o'clock. We, we were sitting out down by this rock, you know, down by the river down there and his girlfriend and another, uh, member of ours, they were sitting up closer towards the house on this bench and we were just talking and all of a sudden this black shadow figure shot out from the window. Okay. So we got two different locations you know, four people, two different locations. And when we, when we met up with each other, we both, I didn't see the shadow figure, but my buddy did. And he asked, or his girlfriend said, did you guys see that shadow figure dart out for, you know, just fly out from that, from the window there. And of course I didn't see anything, but my buddy said, yeah, I did see that. And I thought it was kind of weird, you know, and now you go out there to this day and there's a black, shadow in the corner from where that shadow figure came out of what that shadow is or what that smudge is supposed to be. I don't know, but I've never seen it there before. (laughs) Kind of sounds similar to what happened at ghost alley with Eric and the, the people that he was down there with. Mm -hmm. And then another, like one thing that I want to highlight is, um, like when we're all together in a room and we all hear here at clear as day, like we'll be talking to, we were talking to, we're in, uh, in this girl's salon because she's like, Oh, well, you know, I've had, you know, some paranormal activity going on in this salon. Could you come in and, and check it out? Well, we came in there and my buddy was, was asking questions and he said, you know, who's here with us? Can you please speak to us? And we would get nothing. And all of a sudden he said, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, I demand you tell me who you are. And all of a sudden you hear the word Jacob. Clear as day, it came across the ghost box. And we all looked at each other like, oh my gosh, you know. And before before he even asked the question, how did you die? You hear the word painkillers, you know, and apparently from what I've experienced or what I've, you know, been told in my research, that spirits they can kind of predict the future, you know, or they, 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 they can almost sense what you're going to ask. They can sense the question 
And then when you ask it, you know, and then you go back because we didn't catch it right away. You know, it wasn't until another buddy of ours, his girlfriend caught it. They're like, did you hear that? You know, play that back. You know, and it was, it was just, it was crazy the way, you know, he didn't even ask the question and you hear that word, you know, mm-hmm. but that was, that was pretty crazy, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, when I, and you guys have talked about, you know, on your investigations and, you know, the red lights and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're out, when we were out and at, when we were out at double ditch that one time, you know, doing an investigation, we, you know, can you speak into the red light, please? Because that was our, like, little recorder. And you could hear clear as day, red light, you know. And it was nobody else it, around it, saying that? Nope, 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 not at all. And it's just, it, it was very interesting. And, you know, the, the investigation team that we had, we came up with the name. You know, we had shirts printed up. And it was going to be, you know, a long-term thing. Until my buddy kind of lost interest in it and he, you know, went off and did his own thing. And that's when I started to go off and do my own thing, you know? Yeah. So it kind of disbanded, I guess you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing happened with NSPS, uh, especially after I had moved. I think they did a couple more investigations after I had left, but mm-hmm. eventually I think, I don't know if everybody just lost interest or, what happened, but I, I know you and Kyle had done a couple more investigations after I left. Yeah, I mean, we did a couple more investigations, and I think it was mostly just, I mean, originally you were kind of the center of it. You kind of got everybody, made the phone calls, got everyone together, and, you know, between work and this and that, Kyle and I just kind of slowly faded apart, <laughs> and just eventually there were no more phone calls, no more going out and doing investigations. And, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not really disappointed about it. It it was a fun run doing the investigations. It was time to hang the hat up. I still do one here and there on my own time, but you know, I'm not interested in having a, an investigative team. There's enough of them out there already. They don't need me. Uh, I'll be here right. critiquing them all on the <laughs> national radio. So in fact, worldwide radio. Yeah, so worldwide. Yeah, I got a better job now. <laughs> well, uh, one thing that was pretty fascinating. Um, I don't think I've told you about this, Jamie. Is one time I I was already living here in North Dakota and I got a phone call from a, uh, an older lady and she'd gotten my number yeah my number from um I think it was our business cards or somebody gave her one of our business cards or something and uh called me to do an investigation I'm like look I'm sorry I I'm not in Ohio anymore the our investigation team isn't around anymore but I can send you to my uh Co, co, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Founder? Founder. Leader, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, and sent her to, to Eric and Eric ended up talking to her, uh, having a, a prayer session about this entity that was, uh, plaguing her. And I believe at the time she ended up being alleviated, but she said something about going back to do a Ouija board session or something like that, was it? Yeah, so it was it was interesting. Uh interesting case. Um I actually ended up having to cut cut her off because you're starting to get a little too deep and personalized where I thought it'd be more important for a doctor to be involved because she's talking about medications and suicidal thoughts and things like that. And so I referred her to do otherwise. Um 
uh, or go, go, you know, talk to somebody else. But when it came to the paranormal stuff, as I was there for it, she was haunted by something living upstairs and not like an attic is just upstairs. And her son had seen it often. Um, she described it as a black shadowy figure with glowing red eyes. And she, her and her uh, son had seen it multiple times standing at the top of the stairs. And we, we talked about it and we kind of got to the bottom as to why she's feeling the anxiety that she's feeling and depression and this and that. And I think a lot of it was, uh, kind of revolved around her mother at the time. Uh, her mother was in the house and she was struggling and it seemed, uh, that when her mother would leave, everything would kind of die down. And so I think there's a lot of tension between the two of them, which can very easily stir up something from another dimension. Uh, but nonetheless, I prayed with her a couple of times and then eventually after about, I think is almost two weeks of just discussion and going over everything that's happening and working with her on it. I went to the church and I had a group of friends come together. So some people I knew, some people I didn't know, we've got the pastor in on it. Uh, and we prayed for this woman. Uh, and it was really cool because as we were praying, you can kind of feel the Holy spirit working and Right after the prayer, my buddy, Dale, he turns to me. He says, I'm really freaked out right now. I'm like, why? He's like, I swear I just saw this black creature with glowing red eyes screaming in pain like it was fighting. And I had never told him what this demon looked like that this woman had claimed to see. So I was like, well, that's just interesting. You know, that the yeah. spirit would manifest itself in the mind. And, and it's, it's not just, you know, this demon doing it, but the Holy Spirit allowing my buddy who knows nothing of this discussion that I had this, with this woman or the whole uh, situation here um, is able to pinpoint exactly what this creature looked like or whatever it was. I, I say creature, but, you know, demonic entity. And from that moment on, after that, that. I caught her up. Everything was fine. She was happy as can be, didn't notice anything. And that's when I think after a couple of days, her mom came back and she started getting anxious again. And that was when I had to start cutting her loose. She was like, look, it's the spirit's gone. Now you got to keep it at bay. One, turn to the Lord. And I shared the gospel with her and uh, you need to work things out with your mother. And simple as that, you know, so definitely an interesting case. And I think as far as I know, it was successful. Of course, we know how entities work. Uh, as the Bible says that once you cast a entity out of the house, it'll go around the earth looking uh, through arid places, looking for a place to stay. And when it doesn't find anything, it'll come back to where it originally was. And when you, they find it swept up and clean, they will bring with it seven more powerful demons. Now, if this woman who I was talking to didn't accept the Holy Spirit, it's sad to say, but it's very possible that she's still dealing with demonic entities right now. But you hadn't heard anything since then. I haven't heard anything since then. So, Jeremy, one thing that we've talked about quite often on the show is in a lot of these extreme hauntings, like, for example, Sandhaven, um, a place that I've been to that Eric has not, is Eastern State Penitentiary, Pennsylvania, uh, Waverly Hills Sanitarium. There's all of these cases where people are saying it is haunted in your particular opinion, is it possible that people are going in there hearing these stories and just manifesting stuff 
themselves instead of it being an actual spirit of some kind. Okay, that's that's a very good point, and I want to come back to Sandhaven later. But um, we we did an investigation at um, at the Stanley Hotel, and you know we made our intro, and we, this was going to be a, a big investigation for us. And you know we heard about the hauntings, and you know that it was uh, a place that was obviously haunted, and we wanted to go check it out. Well, when we got there. I felt that it was over-glorified and that it was almost, like, made to, or, it like, they wanted to make people believe that it was haunted, mm. so they would set the piano to go off at a certain time, or they would just, they would do something to, to fabricate the fact that, you know, it was haunted, which... You know, we heard the story about about Stephen King and in this room, and you know what happened was the maid was in there cleaning, and there was an explosion. She fell through the floor, and now that when when guests go stay there, they'll you know go in, they'll throw their coat off or whatever, they'll you know they'll come back, and everything will be neatly put away in the drawers coats hung up and like I said it's it's like like ghost adventures and they have to um glorify the fact that you know because ghost hunters have to glorify glorify their soul for rating right and with 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 the Stanley Hotel being a number one or being a top tourist attraction they have to keep up their clientele or whatever and let's make a, you know, obviously not make up a story, but make it out to be more haunted than it really is. Basically hoax. You know, just to... Right. And uh, to go back on San Haven, mm-hmm. San Haven was one of the locations that we absolutely wanted to do. And the opportunity came and we got in contact with this girl from Facebook and she's like, contact this guy. He's the he he's the uh, the curator. The the I don't know what you want to or the word that I'm looking for, but he looks over the whole entire property. Get in touch with him. He'll get you into San Haven. So basically, we went all through the we went through the proper the proper channels to get you know onto the property, and we made our big intro video. And you know, this was going to be you know, a big, a big thing that we were going to do. Well, this was kind of towards the end of our investigation team. And we just kind of decided, well, with all the asbestos out there and it's just not a good idea to go out there and, you know, and just from what we've heard that had happened to, you know, kids just playing around out there, falling down the elevator shaft, we just felt it was best to just kind of, push that away and not do that investigation. And I like what Eric said about, you know, when it just comes, there just comes a time where you have to hang it up, you know, and with, with the beliefs that you guys have, the belief system, you know, and you're strong in your, in your faith in, in God, sometimes it's better to hang it up, you know, and, you know, maybe God has other plans for you. 
and I quit the investigation team or, you know, our investigation team disbanded and I started to write stories and I'm just kind of looking for an avenue to get those out, mm. you know, and, and the investigation is kind of off to the side, you know, and my buddy was like, well, you know, if we ever want to bring it back, I still have all the equipment, you know, <laughs> but he's off doing his own thing and traveling and, right. and, you know, taking photographs and things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's happy doing what he's doing. So I'm not going to push the issue to bring this ghost thing back. So, right. No, it's actually, it's funny because it's similar to me and Justin with the radio show, actually, because when we decided to finally, when we did, we parted ways uh, and he had his own show and I had my own show. And then we both split from that and took a break. And when he came back and called me one day and said, hey, I'm kind of got this itch to jump on the radio again. Are you in? I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm in. So uh, we were talking about how, what guests we want, you know, I said, like, well, why don't we look back at our old books? Well, I'm like your friend who saved all the equipment. Justin sold all of his equipment as well as all of his books. Good going, Justin. Some, not all, some. Most, most. most. Luckily, I had them all. So I was like, don't worry. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, but, but you know, it, it's interesting. Y- you think you're going to be away from something, maybe indefinitely, and then you get a phone call one day and it's like, hey – are you up for it now? And it's like, you know what? Now's the perfect time and it works out. And so here we've been on the radio, you know, for a couple of years now and it's, it's great. It's better than any other shows that we've done. Um, much, you know, nice loyal fan base mm-hmm. who we love and adore. Um, and it's cool that we have so many people who are willing to hear both of our opinions and our sides of every story that we tell. Uh, and willing to interact with us and not give us a bunch of credit about it. Cause trust me, we've had the hate mail. We've had <laughs> yeah. hate everything. I've had people tell me they're going to cast black magic and that, yeah, that was going back to your show. Yeah, you, by so, yourself. you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tell you pagans, <laughs> witchcraft, all that. And some of them are just, Ooh, well, it's, don't get me wrong. Well, there's plenty of Christians out there like that too. Well, so. I was going to say it's any, any faith. There's, there's the, uh, fanatics out there that will ruin it for the yeah. entire bunch. Please. Justin and I have met enough Christians alone or so-called, I don't even think that they're not even really Christians, but enough Christians out there who are willing to pull out their daggers and stab you in the neck, mm-hmm. uh, because they don't agree with something that you say as a Christian. So it's like that they're, they're missing the whole point of Christianity, but yeah. Well, Eric, this is kind of a rabbit trail for you, and I just wanted to put this out there. But uh, the show that you guys did, that roundtable show, mm-hmm. yeah, with the with the uh, Heidi and I forget what the other couple's name was. Yeah, our New Year's around, episode, yeah, the Christmas episode, or uh, yeah, it's a New Year's, New Year's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was by far my favorite episode with all three of you guys sitting down and talking about you know your experiences and. Uh, collaborating on on different things and things like yeah. that, and and, um, and even in that episode, our friends disagreed with me sometimes, and I disagreed with them, and it's the way it goes. You know, you can disagree and have a normal conversation, and nobody's hurt over it, so it's yeah. kind of nice, right? It's, yeah, and um, with I guess with my uh, newfound belief, it's just you know I can see God opening up doors you know, and clearing paths for me that, you know, he wants me to go down. 
Right. You know, and, like, that's why I guess our, our uh, investigation team disbanded. He, you know, he has a different path for me to go down. And I feel that I'm, you know, moving down that path now. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. All right. Well, Jamie, we are actually here at the end of pretty much the end of the show. We're doing a shorter episode this week. Um, okay. So we're glad that you joined us. And I don't know, do you have, I know you have Facebook and stuff like that. Do you have anything you want to give out, uh, to, to our listeners and maybe they can find you? Um, you know, if, if you, if you want to go check out our, our past investigations, we're at Midwest Spirit 2012. And that's where you can, you know, find out all our investigations that we did in the past. And that's really it. I mean, we, I have, uh, a Facebook page too, Midwest Spirit, where you can go check out, you know, the pictures that we caught or, you know, some of the, uh, yeah, just any information that, that we, that we collected on our, on our investigations. It's all up on the Facebook page, but yeah. And check it out. We're not, we're not active anymore. So we, you know, but occasionally if we find, you know, if something comes up and we want to, you know, go look at something, I'll call up my buddy Isaac and, you know, ask him about it. And it's kind of up to him because he's got all the equipment still. So, right. Right. Cool. Well, you know what, man? Best of luck to you. You never know. That might come around someday again. But until then, you focus on those writings, uh, your, your penmanship, um, you, you, I, you know, you set the one story to me, and it's a good story. It needs to be touched up a bit, uh, but but keep on working on it. You'll get there, and you got you got plenty of stuff ahead of you, man. God's with you. For sure. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Uh, so until you. next time. Oh, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> we'll have you on again, I'm sure, in the future. But until then, man, have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, buddy. You too, man. Talk to you later, Jamie. See you, Justin. All right, bye. Bye. All right, guys. So that was our buddy, Jamie Glanville. Uh, great to have him on. Nice to have a little conversation about some hauntings that he's done and just a little powwow as to how to, about how to go, how to go about doing an investigation. Uh, you know, the do's and don'ts more or less, uh, yeah. which is something we've covered in the past a bit. But, well, you know, we've covered how we do things a lot differently now compared to the past. So yeah, that's absolutely. Well, anyway, as you guys heard, we are going to be cutting this episode short a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and jump to our break real quick. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Eric, and you're about to listen to the audio trailer of my short film, The Revealed, which is now streaming worldwide. Check it out at ericscareback.com, parachutesradio.com, and YouTube. The links are provided in the description of this episode. Start from the beginning. When did it all begin? Hello? Are you a kid? That old growth church. This has led many scholars to question whether the God that we serve is truly omnipotent, omniscient, spiritual, or simply a New Age extraterrestrial. While others are led to question are we truly alone in the universe? So, these dreams... They're different this time around.
a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't come that on. bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on CannedAirPodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. All right, guys. Welcome back to Paratruth Radio. Per usual, my name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And we are glad to have you tuning in. Uh, it's been a quick, fun episode here. Uh, again, I know it's weird. It's always kind of weird. <laughs> Calling, you know, ending the show right after a break. But nonetheless, for the world to know, today's my sister's birthday, and she's upstairs for the past hour now waiting for me to get done with the show. I'm going to get in trouble if I don't get up there soon. <laughs> don't tell her I said that. Anyway. <laughs> it's broadcast worldwide. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know it's hard to kind of wrap it up, too, because we've gone over this a hundred times already, yeah. what we used to oh, do yeah, yeah, all yeah. that, so... No, but, you know, it, it's same old, same old. You know, we, we've been here. We, we've talked about it. Uh, we've got plenty of episodes on hauntings and investigations. So this is kind of just a relaxing episode, you know, just kind of chill out. So, you know, next week, I know, Justin, you've got some info for our listeners. I do. I do. So next week, we're going to be having on Kyle J. He's doing a documentary on the Hat Man and Shadow People. It'll be an interesting episode because we have not done an episode on the Hat Man. And a lot of people say that this Hat Man is kind of like the ringleader of the Shadow People. So it'll be interesting to find out what he's been working on, what type of research he's done, and uh, see where we can go from there. And mm-hmm. um, so it just keeps tuning in, guys. Like I say at, at the end of every episode, check out FringeRadioNetwork.com. They're a great network. have a lot of great shows on there. Check out RadioOnPodcast.com. There is a bunch of good episodes or good shows on there as well. We're both part of those now. And uh, make sure you check out ParatruthRadio.com where you can see everything and anything we do. Absolutely. And so, you've heard it once, you've heard it a billion times, and you'll hear it again. Check us out next week, same time, same place. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode of Paratruth Radio, and you would like to listen to it again, or are interested in listening to any of our past episodes, then you can find them at Stitcher, Blueberry, TuneIn, iTunes, Spreaker, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and the Fringe Radio Network. Or for a one-time fix of all of your Paratruth needs, simply drop in to ParatruthRadio.com. And of course, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram for brand new updates on our show every day. Finally, we love bringing you fresh, entertaining media each and every week, but we can't do it without you. So please check out our Patreon account. Simply go to ParatruthRadio.com, click on the Patreon logo, and help us to continue bringing you the latest and greatest in paranormal research.
ever heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.